Dimly lit by a green flame fireplace. In the corner sits an armchair, resting atop it, a diminutive demonic figure. It beckons you towards him. Hello! My name's Bub. I'd like to tell you a story. A story about how I met my very best friend, Crag. Look into the fire. You can see it. It all started at a party. Look, you can see the party goers. Here they come. Come to the door. So we open on a large, lavish estate with the just most majestic doors you've ever seen. They're large doors. <laughs> the biggest um, doors. Are we at Ridgeburg? The biggest doors <laughs> you've ever seen. Biggest doors. Uh, above the above the door, there's letters carved in Orcish, and in front of this door sits or stands this giant of a man who is an actual giant. I was sitting down actually. <laughs> ah, but I can stand up. Don't dictate what yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> okay. In front of this giant appears this bat and lands in front of it and transforms into. Well, actually, no, that's not how. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. You guys introduce yourselves. <laughs> Sorry, not to steal yeah. your flow. Um, no, I imagined uh, hobbling up. I imagine there are stairs in front of the Far Reach estate going up to these magnificent doors. There are definitely stairs. There's too many stairs. Not wheelchair accessible at all. And so there's, so hobbling up these stairs very quickly is a small rotund man with a huge hunch in his back and crooked legs with a cane. And he's saying, out of the way, out of the way. Make way for Baron Von Blood. There really isn't anyone else on the stairs right now. <laughs> so. Everyone get out. <laughs> Everyone move, move. You can tell he's been at this for a while. <laughs> he's like, open your pathetically small doors for Baron Von Blood. And then down swoops directly behind this man, uh, a, a fearsome and massive bat. Well, I see Baron Von Blood on the guest list, but I don't see your name. <laughs> now, what is your name? You do not need to talk to Victor. I will speak to Victor. Now open the door, you foolish giant. You're Varen Von Blood? Yes, in <laughs> the flesh. Varen. <laughs> Hello, my name is Varen Von Blood. <laughs> it's Varen or Baron? <laughs> it's, it is Baron, you fool. <laughs> Sorry, I was just checking the list. No, yeah, I see you, Baron. Uh, let me just use my immense strength to open this great door. Door. It's, big. It's, 
so I, uh, I'm gonna open the door for this person. Yeah, you you can go ahead and open the door. Uh, strength check. Okay. <laughs> yes, do a strength yeah. check. Do you need help opening that door? You are taking an unusual amount of time. No, I'm just opening up my dice roller. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Von Blood is not accustomed to waiting like this. Eight. 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 How big is this door? <laughs> it's it's fine. Like you've opened this door before, but it's not. Is like, this your first night on the job? You just crack it open a little bit, just enough. That is the party Baron, taking place in front of the manor? I do not understand. Baron von Blood could enter. Uh, I, you know, you could just squeeze through this crack right here. So. <laughs> I couldn't get it open all the way. And behind him suddenly appears a turtle man. <laughs> Um, it's a turtle lady, actually. Turtle lady? Whose name is... Turtle ma'am. Turtle, yes. Turtle ma'am. <laughs> whose name is Twig. Uh, okay. And she's wearing, she's wearing dark robes and has a very sharp beak. <laughs> what? A beak? Sharp turtle beak, yeah. Turtle beak, okay. Yeah, where does the, where does the turtle end and the woman begin? Um, it's all, it's all one thing. Yeah, it's like a shark person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm picturing a turtle centaur. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> it's like an alligator person, shark person, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> hybrid people are in this yeah. universe. Just one big thing. Um, hello, Mister Big Man. Well, my name is actually Gruff Grunderman. Mm, what a big good name for a big man. And what is your name? I am Twig. Servant of Agma. Well, let me check the guest. What is while I'm doing that? What is Agma? Agma is the Great One, the Knower of all things. We were kind of hoping Agma would show to the party. <laughs> <laughs> if any one of you would like to uh, make a knowledge check to see if you understand enough Orcish to read the lettering above the door, you can. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too high. I cannot read it. You need perception on that too. <laughs> Do I just know it? <laughs> nope, not necessarily. I got a thirteen. I, I, I always wondered what uh, that said. Yeah, that'll do it. It reads uh, far-reaching implications. Mm. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> the family motto. <laughs> ah, yes, the the Crag family motto. <laughs> Don't tell the family this, but they're kind of weird. <laughs> I'm just kind of the help around here. So your name's mm. Twig? Twig. All right, you're on the guest list mm. at the bottom. Of course. <laughs> you guys hear a bell ringing. Gruff Gunderman, was it? <laughs> uh, you know, Grunderman. You know that that means the party is about to begin and that you should a- escort all the guests to the ballroom. Victor grabs his ears when the bell starts ringing and starts like, <laughs> shaking his head and freaking out. <laughs> we all. Master! Master! The bells! <laughs> the bells, they toll! <laughs> Calm down, Victor. Take your medicine like we talked about. Don't make another scene in public. This is why I can't take you anywhere, Victor. Is your friend going to be okay? What did I tell you about not talking to Victor? <laughs> I was talking to you. <laughs> don't talk about Victor either. Don't, don't speak of Victor. He's mine. All right. Well, we all know what that bell means, especially Victor. The party is about to begin. <laughs> yes, the party bell. A classic around these places. The party bell goes back centuries. 
It was first invented by Craig the Partier. Is that the same Craig we all no. know? No. So I imagine by now we've slithered our way through the small crack in this door, yeah, uh, leaving Richard outside. He, um, he can push his way through. Yeah. I think you guys are the last guest, right, DM? Yes. <laughs> yes, I always try to show up fashionably late. Yes. So as you enter the foyer, you see um, two paintings of two separate women on either wall. One is an orcish woman and one is a human woman. And it, each of them say in memory of underneath them. So, and then there, it, it's basically just drapes. There's a lot of drapes around. Like, it's just an unnecessary amount of drapery ah, surrounding yes. the area. The far-reaching drapes. Famous <laughs> for these days. Yes, yes, the drapes are good, but we have to get to this party. You guys are already running late. Uh, so you can le- you lead them through the halls. There are various paintings of different noble people. Um, and then there's a painting of... Like, a very stern-looking orcish man with a scar down his face. There's actually wait, wait, a paint... Yeah? Let, let's stop and look at this let's, painting. Let's all stop and roll point. history checks on this painting. Uh, if you'd like. <laughs> For some reason, this painting seems to call mm, my attention. Yes. <laughs> so, underneath it says... There's a placard that says, Duke Slate Farreach. Slate is wearing a really frilly-looking garb for an orc. And at his side, there's, like, a gilded warhammer. Yeah. He's, like, blinged out, too. So, you continue down the hallway to another set of very large doors. But not as large as the first door. These doors are slightly smaller than the last ones. The door is very, like, has a placard that says, Ballroom! <laughs> this is where they keep the balls. This is where... <laughs> oh, you fool. Where, where is the dance hall? <laughs> I'll open this door too. Strength check. <laughs> that's a that's a fifteen. They can go through more than a crack. Yeah, you you open the doors. You actually kind of slam them open. Um, you are to introduce the guests as they enter with a flourish, good man. I will introduce now. Introducing Twig, Twig, and. Uh, Baron von Introducing Baron von Blood. He interrupts you. <laughs> yes, Victor jumps in uh, ahead of you and interrupts you. Oh, Victor, I will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> so it the the room is this massive kind of dance hall leading to a set of stairs that go up, um, and on that set of stairs that go up, there is uh, a throne sitting. Uh, where Slate is sitting, and to his right and left are four other orcs. Um, in the actual ballroom space, there are tables with hors d'oeuvres and lavish beverages, and there are giant butlers running around with different plates of hors d'oeuvres uh, balanced on multiple fingers, and they're just like handing them out to various guests. Glad that's not my job. I'm here for the strawberries. We'll get some food first, and then I'll go get you some strawberries. 
Is he joining us? Is he our party <laughs> companion now? <laughs> this big man is now my friend. Do not question it. Baron von Blood is single and ready to mingle. <laughs> Victor, find me a suitable spouse. <clears throat> you here. Who dares interrupt Baron von Blood while he is lusting for women flesh? <laughs> Baron, could you please give me a second? I, I'm so glad you could attend this party. Uh, I'm... I'm glad that all you nobles could attend this party. Today is a very important day, and we have much to discuss. For right now, I want you to enjoy the lavishness of the Far Reaches, and what we've brought to you. Before we begin, I'd like to introduce you to my children. To my left, Cliff Far Reach, the magnificent hunter, and... Food artisan. He made everything that you are eating today. We're not eating anything. <laughs> well, to my right, this is Baranka, the noble knight, the paladin, the great. She is such a wonderful kid. <laughs> what is she doing while he's introducing she, her? She actually salutes. Oh, okay. Doing the, the crotch well, chop and jerk off motion. Yeah. <laughs> Just nonsense. Flipping off the crowd. That's a crag move. <laughs> uh, he he then gestures to the right. Um, again, my daughter Mesa, uh, the Grand Arcanist to the king. She is a brilliant wizard and my personal favorite. <laughs> 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 and then he gestures to the left again. And that's all. <laughs> and he's like, and then there's crag. He's kind of a bastard. I mean, he's literally a bastard, but, you know... It's also on you, though. Both literally and figuratively a bastard. Yes. Um, yeah. And that's my children! Enjoy the party! <laughs> the far reaches have the best strawberries. <laughs> you should see the strawberries in my land. There are several... Um, relatively notable people uh i recognize no one here <laughs> if, if if anyone wants to do like a like uh just a perception check to see if they notice anyone a in particular yeah, a famous person check you could do history or uh you could do perception i think i think victor does this role for me he's the one who keeps tabs on these types of things okay but victor's stats are butt. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding that's a 20 history um yeah so you know that there are a lot of relatively well, victor famous no victor knows that there are a lot of very famous notable people are there a type of person that he's looking for in particular yes yes that's all good and all victor but are they hot um well <laughs> so as far as eligible bachelorettes out there that he knows of uh there is uh mesa is eligible um, there is Lady Marset, who is currently dating Cliff, but you could probably break that up. Yeah, no one likes um, Cliff. <laughs> I imagine this is all information that Victor is, like, whispering into my ear. <laughs> yeah, this is what he's whispering into your ear. You uh, break them up? There's Vera the hero. Um, there's... Whoa. Wait, Vera's at this party? She is. Um, there are some other, like noble women that are just kind of gaggled together. Um, I shall court this Vera. I have a good feeling about her future. 
I love her eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so those are some of the people you know. Is anybody else going to want to do like a surveil check? Yes, I did a history check and got a 19. Okay. What kind of person are you looking for? I don't know. I mean, I'm like a church person, so I'm I'm looking for like the religious, you know? So, the followers uh, religious of, of, or knowledgeable yes, people? Yes, the nerds. Well, you recognize Baron Von Blood, who is deeply religious. There's the Craig family librarian, Rick Flair. <laughs> Rick Flair? <laughs> okay, yes. Why'd you name it Rick Flair? Yes. Let me describe Rick we, Flair really this, quick. I'm um, on board 110%. <laughs> He's a fire genasi with flaming hair. Uh, <laughs> Is it white? Is it stark white? It's stark white flaming hair. Is he in a suit? He, he's in, he is in a suit, uh, but he is... Currently talking with uh, Mesa, and there's also the head butler Snively, who is known for knowing every inch of this place. So, if you want to go talk to any of them, uh, man, I kind of want to go talk to Ric Flair, but <laughs> I, I need to report to Craig. So, how we're gonna do this party section is we're gonna just break it into separate s- scenes. So, let me know who everybody wants to talk to, and then I'll go one by one. Uh, well, I guess, I mean, Baron Von Blood will probably only be mingling right now. Yeah. Like, he, he really does not leave his estate very often, so he he's like, he's looking to date. Okay. Know? Okay. Uh, After the death of his last lover a couple hundred years ago, he's been a little lonely. It's just him and Victor. Oh, no. <laughs> what race is he? How's <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, yeah, we can resolve that um, first. <laughs> we can uh, fix your relationship problem. <laughs> no, let's, let's resolve that first. Uh, the uh, only problem is I can see Baron von Blood like, Victor, I shall go into the library and brood dramatically while you find a woman to woo me. I mean, that's a, also an option. Thus, uh, <laughs> my master. So Victor's going to hobble his way and mingle through the crowd. <laughs> Uh, and Victor, grab me some of those deviled eggs. They look to die for. And he swishes his cape and goes off to the library. So Victor hobbles up to Lady Marset and introduces himself. <laughs> Victor bows deeply and says, Hello, Lady Marset. I know so much about you. Oh, hello. <laughs> How are you doing? No, I'm afraid you'll never do. Your voice is far too annoying. And he hobbles off. Oh. oh. No. Well, goodbye. Sorry, I forgot. Who's Marcella? Is that Craig's sister? No, that's, uh, Marcette is currently Cliff's girlfriend. But as mm. very known for being kind of not faithful to Cliff. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, let's go on to a scene with, uh, let's go to Twig's scene. Who are you introducing yourself to? Um, okay. I feel like I got confused there for a second. Is Ric Flair the librarian? He is the librarian. <laughs> He's, okay, I am totally going to talk to Ric Flair then. Hell yes. What's his physique? He's kind of pencil-y. What? Yeah. Is he young? Is this before his wrestling days yes do you know who rick flair is Jen? yes i do he hasn't even learned his woo yet i just kind of like the name rick flair for a, well, it's a, very, it's a very, name. very good name and next to him is the underkeeper 
and and the pebble. Twain the po- pebble Jackson. Yeah. Um. Hello, Mister Librarian. Ah, uh, hello. Uh, how are you? I'm well. I see we have gathered many people here. Yeah. Yes, we have. It's quite distracting. I have a lot that I need to get done this evening. Mm, books to read. I mean, yes, that, that too. Spells to cast. She kind of uh, like stares at him. I mean, <laughs> I I don't really uh, cast spells. That's mm. not really in my repertoire. Mm. Uh, um, Very well, Mister Flair. You're not the murderer yet. There's no murderer. <laughs> <laughs> What, what are you talking about? What murder? Wait, he gets kind of cagey. A cage match? <laughs> I need to I need to excuse myself and go back to the library. I have, I have much work I need to get done. Yes. <laughs> See you later, Mr. Flair. <laughs> so Ric Flair excuses himself, um, but on his way out, make a perception check. Nine. Um, this is enough to give you some of the information. As he's going to leave, Crag follows him and, like, grabs him by the shoulder and begins to kind of hold a book in front of his face and look aggressive towards him. <laughs> like, confrontational. And then Ric Flair grabs the book out of his hand and storms off. And puts it in a superplex. <laughs> 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 Alright, so we're going to go on to Gruff Gunderman. So, who do you want to speak with? I want to report to my master. Your dark master? Do his bidding? And that is Crag Farreach. Yeah. Go uh, walk up to him and try and start talking to him. Lord Crag, the door has been taken care of. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's very good. I Uh, think I forgot to shut it (laughs) down. Listen, I'm I'm a little busy right now. Uh, go and have fun at the party or whatever. I I need to go take care of something in the library. I'm here to serve you. If you're busy, can I help? N- no, no, this is private. Craig, please just go go have fun. You have the night off. Craig, how long have we known each other? <laughs> Craig, my son. Jeez, uh, listen, you're not. I don't trust you all that much. You're kind of How long have you known each other? <laughs> it's been a it's been a while, but based on the rumors that people know about Gruff Grunderman, that he's kind of shady in general and kind of cheats his way through his work. I will go have fun, Master. <laughs> I will I will go DJ this party. But you'll be in the library if I need you. Yeah, yeah, I'll be in the library. I need to deal with something. All right, let's get DJ Daddy Gruff on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I go grab food. As you walk to the food table, you see, make a perception check. I'm hoping it's food. <laughs> food, food, food. Come on, food. I mean, if all the butlers are just enjoying the party, there might not be food. The best tacos. 14. So you see, you see delicious, delicious food, but you also see... Snively head butler in the corner writing down something. Snively. As as he kind of like is looking at you. I would never trust a man named Snively. I would not either. <laughs> I don't know. And my name's Baron Bum Baron Bum Blood. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. He's writing down something about me? Well, he's looking at you and writing something down. That's very... That's quite a talent to not look at what you're writing, you know. That's very, very skilled, I'm just gonna say. I approach Snively. Is it like a giant book? Giants have to, like... No, everything is human-sized. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's a tiny pencil. Yeah. It's probably making it very difficult to write in that small book. Yes. So you approach him? Yeah. What do you want, Gunderson? Snively, what are you writing? (laughs) Ah, nothing. Just your performance review. Oh. Listen, Craig told me to have go... To have fun, I don't... I tried to help him. A good butler doesn't take no for an answer. (laughs) (laughs) Butlering handbook number 37. You know, you won't be head butler forever. I will remember this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whatever. I've been head butler of this place for years. I'm so scared of bro. Yeah. (laughs) Victor and Snively are going to be dead by the end of the night. I can feel it. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to go back to enjoying the party. All right, so Craig went to the library, yeah. but there's someone who's already in the library. Yes, you're in the library. Yeah. Yes. So you, I'm look, I'm looking out the window, uh, supping from a glass of rich dark red wine, brooding. <laughs> Impatiently awaiting Victor's return with a, a maiden. <laughs> creepy. Very uh, creepy. So you see um, Ric Flair kind of burst his way into the room. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is so good. Baron Von Blood is unperturbed. Yeah, he, he doesn't even really notice you, and he starts... Uh, make a perception check. Well, I don't. I don't notice him. Okay. No, no perception um, check. He like does something behind you and kind of a flash, um, or a flare in a flare mm-hmm. really quickly, and then he leaves the library as quickly as he came. Uh, cool. I did not. I I was too busy brooding. Uh, yeah. Um, and then you hear kind of a conflict. Outside the library. Mm. And do you do nothing? No, I continue brooding. Okay, back to Brilliant. the party. Yes, good. <laughs> Useful. Uh, you go back to the party. Um, well, well, is there anything, anything like... Maybe when my brooding, I check out the library a bit. Is there anything that sticks out to me if I do a perception roll? I mean, there is a fireplace in the back left corner. Um, I, I turned it off when I got in here. It's too bright. Uh, it's relit since... What? <laughs> it's been relit. Oh, I go no. and turn it off again. Okay. Uh, make a perception check. That's a net 20. What? what? All right. You find uh, pages of a book that are still smoldering. Oh. And um, in those pages, it looks to be like Ric Flair's personal diary. Um, Rick Flair's wrestling how-to guide. <laughs> you have no idea how much I wish I could stumble upon Rick Flair's personal diary. <laughs> <laughs> the things I would give. Um, and in it, it, it has a lot of, like, it's most... I immediately reached my hand to the floor. <laughs> I mean, you turned it out, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Correct. So you reach, you reach into there, and um, 
the book is mostly charred, uh-huh. uh, but there's enough there that you can uh, notice that it's a lot of pages referring to her and like pursuit of her and his love for her, but it doesn't specify who her is. Mm, I see. How peculiar. Yes. Well, I, I put it in my inner coat pocket. Okay. So we can return back to the the party. Uh-huh. Uh, Twig, it's your turn. Oh, boy. Twig. So, yeah. Mesa is the grand archi- archivist to the king. So she's a very knowledgeable yes, person. Yes, that's if- a good point. I'm, I'm definitely talking to Mesa now. Hello. Uh, I, as you approach Mesa, you see that she has literally a giant tome the size of like a, the top of a table strapped to her back. Um, That's quite you, a book you have there. Very impractical. Oh, oh, oh yes, it's very, my, very. It's my wizard's tome. Very it's handy. Where I've cataloged and. In chronological order, every spell that I found. How do you make the book bigger when you need to add to it? (laughs) Well, there's a lovely spell on page 96 that actually extends the length of books. Ah, my goodness, I need to learn this. Yes, uh, well, it's quite, it's quite a, uh... She, she begins to start looking around, kind of, as if she's bored with talking to you, uh, but also like she's looking for a person in particular. It's quite, a, it's quite a lovely book, if you'd like to read it at some point. Uh, I know that you're a priest, right? Yes, I serve Hogma. Hogma, yes, that's my own personal religion as well. <laughs> yes, so knowledge... You you must know that knowledge is important. It's the most important. <laughs> Have you heard of this thing? It's called knowledge. Knowing it's awesome. <laughs> knowing is the knowing is power, as they say to the children where I come from. Uh, yes, uh, to that end, what would you give me knowledge-wise in exchange for knowledge of from my book? Ah. Uh that (laughs) (laughs) i can contact agma himself you see i am one of his chosen well what can you ask of agma hold on let me check my spell book (laughs) (laughs) actually don't know cleric spells at third level might not might be pretty limited yeah (laughs) I know there's some good stuff, but that's probably, like, high level. Mostly Agma can help me learn things. I'm, I, I may have exaggerated a bit. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> if that is all, I must excuse myself. If we can't do an equitable exchange of knowledge, I don't feel like talking to you anymore well she doesn't associate with level threes i guess <laughs> <laughs> level, level three people ah yes i can i can identify things and <laughs> i i have the power of augury what can you augur i can determine how things will go through omens it's not great 
Well, uh, <laughs> that is one ability I do not have. Tell you what, follow me. We'll head into one of the side rooms, and you can read from my book, and I will ask you to do augury for me. Excellent. <laughs> so you guys head out into the hall. Uh, let's cut back to Gruff Gunderman. Gruff is uh, staring at a mirror right now. All right. Uh, adjusting his hair, because I didn't really describe his appearance. He's... <laughs> He's a giant wearing a suit. Well, I guess a tuxedo for the occasion. Yeah, wearing a butler mm-hmm. suit. Butler suit. And he has a bowl cut and a <laughs> beard. And it's just, he just has black hair for beard and hair. So that's what Gruff Grenderman looks like. Yeah. Is he gonna, <laughs> is he gonna wanna do anything? He's fixing his hair. Okay. Is there any other butlers I could talk to? Well, in the mirror, you see behind you what looks to be a goblin. And there were no goblin guests invited to the party. Uh, I failed my job. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the goblin seems to be trying to sneak his way into the game room. Uh, I follow that goblin to kick him out. As you turn the corner, as you kind of like head down the hallway towards the game room, the goblin disappears. Oh no, this is a butler emergency. <laughs> <laughs> I must alert all butlers. Alright, are you gonna go, uh... Is that what you're planning on doing? Yeah, I gotta go alert Snival. Okay, you head, you head to Snively. Snively, yeah. Okay, he's just standing there. Gunderman! Snively, reporting in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what do you got for me? One of the other butlers left the door open. I I remember closing it, but... <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I see there's a goblin among us. Yeah, uh, wait, what? And it went into the game. Oh, there's a goblin. I saw it in the mirror. And then it went to the game. <laughs> Are you hallucinating goblins again, Gruff? Yeah, I'm not going to... talked about this. <laughs> I'm not going to fall for your tricks. This is top priority, friend. <laughs> I am not going to fall for your tricks, Gunderman. I'm keeping my eye on you. I see, Snively. Well, when I bring this goblin to the main room, you will look like a fool. And they will fire you. You take one step out of line, Gunderman, and I'll have your butler cloak and badge. Uh, I sprint back towards the game room. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Full tilt. <laughs> you head towards the game room. Um, as you sprint back towards the game room, Twig, make a perception check. Nine, again. You see, you, I guess, can hear the giant run past the door towards the game room. Oh, my. I think we all what can. What big yeah. footsteps. Keep it down out there. Some of us are trying to brood. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, he charges past you. Let's uh, deal with Baron Von Blood. What would he like to do? Uh, well, let's let's go back to Victor. Victor? Okay. Yes. Uh, Victor is still seeking out um, a match. I think maybe now he's talking to Vera, Yeah. I guess. She seems like a decent option. I always imagined her to be, you know, not easy on the eyes. Yeah. So, 
Victor and Vera are striking up a conversation. I like to imagine that they're Victor and Vera are really hitting it off. Yeah. Given that they both have V names, they've got a lot to talk yeah. about. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello. How are how how's uh how's everything, Victor? Master says I'm not supposed to talk about myself. <laughs> well, but things are going pretty great. That's good. It's good to hear. So yes, good. Yes, that's what we shoot for. Are you enjoying the party? Enjoyment. That is a term I don't throw around very often. Yes, that's that's lovely. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you're lovely. I mean. <laughs> What? <laughs> Parties, right? You know? Yeah. Yes, thank you. That's very kind of you. Would you like some wine? Oh, well, no. Master says I can't drink. He says I have terrible hangovers. Well, I won't tell if you won't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And they begin to drink. Uh, is there anything else you want to do other than just kind of flirt with Vera? Uh, no, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> I've, been, I've been waiting to do that since Richard's art. <laughs> <laughs> they're having a, they're having a really good conversation. Uh, Vera. Should I roll to see how well the conversation's going? Actually, yes. Do a charisma check. Okay. But as Victor. Uh, I didn't make a character sheet for Victor. I imagine negative one charisma. Yeah, an eight charisma. Okay. So it's an 11. She's, uh, she's getting kind of bored, but... <laughs> <laughs> She's still kind of humoring you with conversation. Victor's showing her his collection of all sorts of bits and bobs that he collects. <laughs> and here, here is the skull of a, a rat I found on the way over here. Oh, that's, uh, terrifying. It has recently become one of my most prized possessions. Oh, that's terrifying. You can have it if you like. I'd rather you left. It's still <laughs> kind of fresh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's head back to Twig. Yeah. Uh, that conversation is going to go on for a while. <laughs> Victor goes on for a kiss. Oh, no. Vera pulls out her sword that's on her hip. Stabs uh, him. She, <laughs> she puts it towards him. It's like, that won't be happening. I, I like strong women. Uh, she walks away. <laughs> Alright, back to Twig. So. Yes? What are the rules of Hockery? I I only learn about something that will happen the next 30 minutes. Ah, well, what does the night hold for me? Is it night time? What time of, what time of day is it? Uh, it's night time. Okay. I, I just pictured nighttime. I guess I didn't describe that. It is a party. Who has a party during the day, too? I don't know. Maybe mythical fa- fantasy creatures, Come on, maybe. Man, feel yeah. real, feel real loser, real seventh grade birthday party over here. <laughs> Get a bounce house for this guy. I, but I do know for a fact Baron von, Baron von Blood would not be at a, a daytime party. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I guess I guess I uh, Twig will start to cast aug- Augury. Um, okay. So, Augury's a weird spell. Some otherworldly being gives you an omen through the use of some divining tool. Asking it about the result of something you intend to do in the next 30 minutes will reveal one of the four omens. Uh, If things go well, well. If things turn out badly, woe. If good and bad, wheel and woe. 
Um, if nothing particularly good or bad will happen, you see nothing at all. Uh, you get back, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. Whoa. Sorry, Mavis, but there is whoa ahead. It's a Mesa. Mesa. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That was Uh, a different thing. Oh, that's, uh, that's what I expected, honestly. Um, well, here you may read and learn from my book. Excellent. Basically what this does is you'll be able to cast Comprehend Language for the rest of the night. Yeah. So you gain that ability and then, yeah, that's, that's it. Whoa, Mesa's the one to talk to at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mesa... Shortly after letting you peruse her book, um, excuses herself. Uh, she leaves the tome with you. Mm. So, all right, I, I'll carry that to a big, big that big, big book around. So, are you gonna head towards the game room or back to the party or the library? I have to find out what that giant was running about. Okay, <laughs> so you head to the game room. Yes. Uh, let's go to actual Baron von Blood. Uh, you heard him sla- climbing and clamoring and running towards the game room. All right, Baron von Blood steps out from behind the drape he was hiding in. <laughs> towards the behind the game or in the hallway? I'm guessing. No, in the library. Okay. Uh, what do you do? Well, he's kind of peering out from behind it, uh, in the shadows. Uh, you see Gruff Gunderman. Wait, did he go into the library? No, uh, the library is parallel to the game room. Oh, is it open? The library is open. Oh, okay. After Flair like ran in, he didn't he didn't close the door as he left. <laughs> this is I door see. closing has been a big problem. <laughs> and uh, that's that's probably why Baron von Blood went behind the drapes. So there is far too much light in here. You you guys peer out the door. And you see Gruff Gunderman run towards the game room. Which is right across the hall from where I am. Yes. Now, let's go to Gruff Gunderman. What are you going to do to that door? He's going to play some Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) A a situation like this calls for the most extreme protocol. Uh, I kick down the door. Um, Make a strength check. (laughs) (laughs) Eleven. Um, as you do, your leg goes through the wall. Um, the door is no longer there. Ugh. Wait, the door disappeared and was replaced with a wall? Yes. That I kicked through? Yes. And I witnessed this happen? Yes. Of blood. Ah, witchcraft! <laughs> oh, no, is, is my leg stuck? There is dark magic afoot at this party. Yeah, um, your leg is currently stuck. Oh. Uh, Twig, you see this too. Oh no. Oh no, indeed. <laughs> oh no! What are you two doing here? Are you accomplices of the Goblin King? <laughs> I'm here to help your leg out of this wall, you blundering fool. I just wanted to see what you are running about. Victor, come at once! Uh, Victor stumbles his way down the hall. Victor fucking sprints if I call him like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What did you say, Twig? I didn't hear you. I just wanted to see what you were running about. Oh. 
Why do you have Lord Mesa's book? She gave it to me. Mm. She left it in my care. That is very... And she also gave me these solid gold candlesticks. (laughs) (laughs) I will deal with that problem later. Uh, Make a strength check to help pull out his leg, someone. Alright. Uh, Victor's gonna make it, because Baron Von Blood doesn't touch people. Last master, how can I help? Get this full giant's leg out of the wall. Use your immense strength, Victor. Twig will help. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, advantage. Yes. Okay, what do you think Victor's strength is? Uh, I would say he's probably pretty strong. You know, under that under that hunch, under that hump on his back, he's got some real veiny muscles. I think he would be like a 14 strength. Okay, cool. So he got a 15 then. Okay, uh, yeah, you you pull out his leg. Um, and <laughs> Out of his body or the wall? Out of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Victor's pretty fucking strong. And you hear behind you kind of like, ha 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 ha. Oh no. Um. I'm sorry, I laugh like that sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I cannot contain myself. Uh, does anyone want to look around? I I look around. <laughs> I, yes. uh, further down the hall, there's a goblin hanging out. He's just kind of messing around with a painting on the wall and kind of like doodling on it. Baron, do you have any destructive magic spells? I am a pacifist. Oh. Victor? Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to talk to you. <laughs> Twig. Victor, kill the goblin. <laughs> Victor, go catch that goblin Victor, for me. go. I'm still trying to get my leg recovered. I don't know. Victor is going <laughs> to run down that goblin, I guess. All right. Sit back here. My master would like a word with you. <laughs> and he begins to run down the hall. Well, he's going to have to run pretty fucking fast to get away from Victor. Victor is very high speed. Victor is very high speed. I disagree with that. He's got a limp. (laughs) I think he's... Victor's cane and and crooked feet are slapping the ground furiously as he's chasing after this goblin. (laughs) Uh, Is anyone else going to follow him? I follow after. I'll follow the gang. Yeah, Baron Von Blood will transform into a bat and follow. Okay. (laughs) We're all trying to keep up with Victor, though. Uh... Yeah, the goblin turns a corner. I will put out the candles so the goblin cannot see. But but I need to see. <laughs> uh, so, as you guys turn around the corner, uh, you Let me guess. You no longer see the goblin. I will do an arcane check to see what sort of dark magic is afoot. I'm kind of concerned about the game room no longer being accessible to you. <laughs> <laughs> there were some guests enjoying games in there. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, before before you do that, uh, you hear from behind you a piercing scream. Like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> <Piercing>. <laughs> Something like that. Back towards the where the game room and the library were. Oh no, the game room. <laughs> Victor, catch the goblin and find out what that was all about. And while you're at it, get me a refill of this delicious red wine. Uh, yeah, we I we head back towards the game. <laughs> As you guys head back to the game room, the door is there and it's got a leg hole through it. And uh, make a perception check. That's a 14. Alright. Anybody else going to make a perception check? There's a hole in this door. 
I <laughs> I got twenty two. Okay. You as you approach the game room, you also take a moment and look towards the library. In there, you see a charred body and the fireplace is no longer burning with a red flame, but like a sickish black flame. I mean, it wasn't burning with a red flame before because it was off. <laughs> oh no, the fire. Uh, I go check on this charred bar- body to see if it's alive. All right. Uh, do a medicine check. Five. <laughs> All right. Uh, you think it, maybe you can resuscitate it. I try. It doesn't work. <laughs> oh, shit. Can someone please remove this disgusting visage from my brooding spot? Zeddy would recognize this victim. This is where I have been alone all night, and I would like to return to that room by myself. Make an investigation check. I got a, I got a four. Okay. I got a thirteen. Baron von Blood. Uh, that's gonna be a big old natural one for Mister von Blood. <laughs> all right. Uh, you think it's Victor? You think it's Victor's corpse? Um. I think it's Victor. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you think with that natural one. Uh, Twig, you recognize one of the necklaces that the that are melted to the flesh of the corpse. Oh <laughs> no! As one of Mesa's necklaces, Von Blood is holding the corpse right now and cradling it, and he thinks it's Victor. Yeah, <laughs> Victor, why? Victor's necklaces. Uh, this is why I put out the fire, Victor. You are always attracted to fire. Did Victor <laughs> wear a necklace? Is Victor like fucking standing there? Like what's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, Victor was chasing after the goblin. Okay, that's true. <laughs> that's funny. Why did you disobey my order and stop chasing the goblin, Victor? <laughs> and jump into the fire. <laughs> Go backwards. <laughs> jump into the fire again. Uh, so. Yeah. Can I do a med- medicine check? I imagine I'm trying to resuscitate Victor. <laughs> Alright. <I>, sure. <laughs> well, that's a three. Alright, you kill him more. Oh, God. <laughs> more? Alright, so this is Mesa's charred corpse. From what Tweak can tell. This is the corpse of a girl... Don't say that about Victor. <laughs> uh, he may have been slight in the frame, but he was all man, I can tell you that. Other people begin to start heading this direction. Uh, you, like, hear footsteps heading this direction. We have to hide the body. <laughs> <laughs> the party must go Rough, on. Why? The butler's code. butler's code. Hide the bodies. Uh, the first person to appear at the door, make a... Make a stealth check. Giant. <laughs> Big man. Wait, are you really trying to hide the body right now? Uh, I'll as well give it one shot. I don't think it's going to go. <laughs> a natural one on that stealth check. Well, that's because I'm fighting you off. I'm like, no, get away from him, you giant filthy beast. The first person to appear at the scene is Crag. Master. Uh, what, what's going on? It's not what it looks like. What are you doing to that body? What, why is there a body here? Listen. You tell me this is your old man. Uh, I mean, it's my father. Why do your flames burn black with the dark 
death of the darkness. <laughs> what? Darkness. What are you talking about? Whose body is that? Lord Craig, I think it's best if you turn around. <laughs> Lord Craig, your best friend, the Victor, has been slain. Uh, okay, I didn't really know Victor, and he was kind of creeping people out. So, Victor talked very highly of you, Lord Craig. I don't believe that is the case. He mentioned over and over your many play dates. I never interacted with him ever. Um, he showed me pictures. I, uh, what are pictures? He has a whole album. They're like paintings, but faster. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the wise one. She speaks the truth. Uh, I'm sorry about your loss, Craig. I'm sorry you lost Victor, Craig. <laughs> this is not Victor, unless Victor carried her necklace. Victor did have some pretty sticky fingers. Who, who's, whose necklace? I saw this necklace with Mesa earlier. Uh, I saw that book with Mesa earlier. <laughs> I have not killed anyone yet. Yeah, uh, so that... <laughs> Disgusting corpse is my sister. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Guards! <laughs> this is good news. <laughs> this is wonderful. Victor is still alive. Baron Von Blood stands and drops the corpse and is like, Alright, <laughs> someone get to me maybe a wet towel that time covered in corpse ash. Guards begin to rush into the room. Uh, that's, uh, that's where we're going to end it for this episode. And there you have it. First episode of season two of the Battle Buddies. We never thought we'd make it this far. And we did. And it's all thanks to you. Well, and us. We did. We actually did a, a lot of the heavy lifting. But it wouldn't be worth it if it weren't for you, our listeners. Thank you so much for listening. Joining us on this adventure, whether you've listened to season one or you're starting from fresh in season two, thank you. It really means the world to us. And... As always, an extra special, super-duper thank you to Caitlin Conroy for being the creative genius behind the theme song to the Battle Buddies. It's the best theme song we've ever had, and we love it. Thank you so much, Caitlin. Um, you should go check out her music at caitlinconroy.bandcamp.com, and while you're browsing the web, you might as well hit up radbotproductions.com, where you'll find the rest of the episodes, all of Season 1 of the Battle Buddies, and a whole bunch of art that I've created to help illustrate the world of the battle buddies in the colorful cast of deep npcs and characters that belong in it also there you'll find our other shows we've got disposable worlds and another one that's coming out soon breaking the game look forward to listening to those uh whenever you get a chance and look forward to listening to episode two of season two of the battle buddies on march 20th see you then (laughs) 